welcome to episode 163 of the 61 IndieCast. My name is Mike Soundro. Tonight, I'm joined by the illustrious Kyle Stevenson for a My Mike Kai Kai show. Mike and Kyle show. Hey, we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> Weird time loop yeah. because uh, this is part of the housekeeping, but we pre-recorded next week's episode, and next week's episode is actually our first episode back together since After like a month. August. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> This is our first live thing together. It's great. Yeah, yeah, feels, yeah. feels good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm sorry. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say all the conspiracy theorists that think we're mad at each other can shut it. Are they out there? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. And if we were like really deep into like the YouTube drama world. Yeah. I'm sure those would be headlines. Oh, Mike and Kyle have been on a show for a full month together. <laughs> Something's wrong behind the scenes. I hope we get to that point someday. I would love to be part of like a smosh like <laughs> drama kind of thing. Where people it's just crazy. think we're fighting, but like we're really no, they're just back like together, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, it's cool. It's weird. I, right? I actually watch them still. They're they're yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, the videos are fun. Not the I, skits, but like the like sure. their like conversations or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I saw they've been pretty active on TikTok lately. I like they just come across my feed every once in a while. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. interesting. It's very weird. Yeah, twenty twenty three is a weird year. <laughs> very much. Everything so. old is due again. Yeah, <laughs> things are coming back. Croctober is dropping. Croctober, dude. Croctober. We're mere weeks away from Croctober. It is wild. Can we do like a special Croctober episode where we're, we just talk about like crocodile games? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring. I'll bring Croc, Legend of the Gobos, Little Gator game. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like there was a, Ooh. a Gator in that skating demo game I played. Skater Gator. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All, all the Skater Gator games. There is. Um, I never played it. I I've been so tempted to pick it up every time I see it. Uh, on sale or like on the wall at, at GameStop or whatever. But uh, the three times I go to GameStop a year. Yeah. Um, there is a man eater like game except you're a crocodile. Ooh. Yeah. Really. I can't yeah, imagine it was good. Yeah. But it's like a double A ass video game where you play as a crocodile and you're just like tearing people up. Might be a little cartoony, maybe so maybe it's not like as gnarly as Maneater. Mm. Yo, Maneater. Good game. <laughs> uh Nicholas Johnson chat says, you guys see each other every day through work. That would be a huge twist if you were beefing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. The yeah, but like the the paparazzi man, like the whoa. It could be like a wrestling situation where like maybe we do hate each other for the camera. Oh, yeah, it's a kayfabe thing. Yeah, we're yeah. playing. Yeah. Yeah. How what's your we'll talk about video games in a second. It's a it's a lighter show, yeah. so we got we got time to kill. Uh What are video games? There's nothing <laughs> happening, you know, like video games. Uh the game's called Angry Alligator. Angry Alligator? Yep. On PS4, it looks like Maneater but with fewer sharks. Uh, what's what's the metacritic on that? I don't know, but I can I can see what you mean. It's very cartoony. Yeah, right. It's not as like mm-hmm. wild as Maneater seems to be. Well, I mean, Maneater. Oh, like... it looks far less violent than Maneater. I'm out. See, I want a violent alligator game. Yeah. Um. Also, if you hear my nephew upstairs, he's cranky, so he's yelling and screaming. Fucking same. He's allowed to be though. He's at the ER again, so he can be cranky. I know the answer to this already, but for listeners, is he okay? Yes, he's totally fine. Asthma's, you know, real bad for him. And uh, the slightest, like, moment he gets sick, it's just, like, 
he starts breathing super fast his his oxygen levels drop it's not great it's fucking horrifying yeah there's no good transition uh but angry alligator has uh one critic reviewed it in 2021 uh-huh. gave it a 25 out of 100 <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh the user score for it on metacritic is a 3.3 yes buy um, it right now <laughs> <laughs> buy now it's got our seal of approval yeah baby uh what was that other that movie where there was a, a crazy crocodile crawl kill, is that what it okay that's right so there's two actually so there's crawl crawl actually pretty fucking good it, it that's uh it's produced i know kelsey by, loves it right yeah her and i saw it in theaters when it first yeah. came out very good it's produced by why sam raimi oh okay. so it has his backing uh-huh. um i think not directed by Fede Alvarez, but like Fede Alvarez Whoa. is involved with it, I think. Okay. Because it I came know him out... from Don't Breathe. Yeah. So it, it yeah. came out off the heels of his Evil Dead movie, oh. which is very good. A lot of people shit on the Evil Dead remake. Well, mm-hmm. remake, pseudo sequel, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite Evil Dead movie. Um, but yeah, very good. But then as I was getting this wolf tattoo on my leg, uh, we. Th- watched another crocodile movie that's on amazon prime uh awful it's like oh, there's yeah. there's prisoners and like they're trying to make a prison break and then all of a sudden there's a flood and there's a crocodile in the prison. oh no and the, <laughs> the cops and the, the prisoners have to team up but like they're portraying each other because they just want to break out of prison this goes back to a, a dollar slice episode for a very long time ago where we just look at awful sci-fi movies yeah it sounds like an <laughs> awful sci-fi yeah. movie. oh we watched all hour and a half of that freaking yeah thing. Uh, did you uh, again? We'll talk about video games soon. Did you see that new A twenty four horror flick trailer that went out today? Wow, called today, Night no. Swim. No, it uh, it's from. Oh my god, James Wan producing. Okay, I think James uh, Wan and A twenty four seems like a weird combo. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm making up the A twenty four. Maybe it's Blumhouse. Maybe it's Blumhouse. It sounds like a Blumhouse uh, joint. Essentially, this you know family buys a home there's it comes with a pool it's blumhouse okay uh, yeah that's way more makes makes way more sense in my in my brain uh they renovate the pool and <laughs> they go for a swim and when it turns at nighttime uh the bottom opens up and creatures come out and take swimmers and down below sick <laughs> <laughs> i am all about it <laughs> i'm like man horror is going everywhere and i'm kind of into it <laughs> hey wyatt russell yeah, I like yeah, Wyatt yeah. Russell. Who's this director? Again, we'll talk about video games in a second. Yeah. Calm down, stop yelling at us. We're going to we're going to talk about PlayStation. We're going I to did talk that about trailer not the right. I didn't give it the right justice there, because uh, I I genuinely have a fear of like being in open water and feeling something like grab my Do foot you? or brush my foot. Yeah, interesting. That's why I don't go like in beach water for like fishes that will swim up. Do you mean the ocean, up. Kyle? <laughs> What the fuck did I just say? Beach water? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, shit. You are listening <laughs> to the 6-1 IndieCast, the weekly video game podcast, amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and YouTube.com slash 6-1 Indie. Supporters on Patreon.com slash 6-1 Indie can tune in live as we record, just like Nicholas Johnson listening to this nonsense, and gain access to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show. But if money is tight, no worries. You still could show 
your support with a simple click. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow at 61Indie on social media. Subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 61Indie and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans, Brett Griffin, Kobe Cordes, Jacob McCourt, JC, Jill Grote, Nicholas Johnson. Hi, Nick. Nicole Humphrey, Play It Jason, The Compound, and Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir. Bit of housekeeping for you. Next week, or depending on when you're listening to this, this week, starting today, is Next Fest. Steam Next Fest is happening right now. As you know, Steam Next Fest is a vital uh, Steam festival for upcoming indie games. Uh, a lot of people buying for retention. A lot of people having killer demos out. We decided to start a new tradition beginning with this next fest uh we are going to be streaming demos every single day right here on youtube.com slash 61 indie and potentially tiktok tbd uh and while we're doing so we are going to be raising money for the american heart association one Jana garcia aka pentapixels aka the queen of kind of funny aka uh the, my other half of the dark pedestal um she invited us to her uh american heart heart walk association team I just butchered that, but you know what I mean, uh, to try to raise money for a good cause. So yeah, um, come hang out in the chat, watch us play a bunch of cool demos. And if you have the means donate to a good cause. So that is happening starting Monday, October 9th, probably at 5 PM Eastern. I would recommend going on YouTube, subscribing and hitting the bell because of our day jobs and outside responsibilities. Times are loosey goosey, baby. Yeah. So just hit that bell and get dinged. Also, do you think James Wan would be into a horror movie titled Beachwater? I feel like we we have something yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, what if I type in beach water? And then and then people film. are like, "Well, why didn't you just call it Ocean?" Like, no, 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 no. This is different. To be fair, I have uh, the Long Island Sound, which is technically not an ocean. Fair. <laughs> there is uh, so there's no film called Beachwater. Ooh. The first hey, thing that pops up. 12-hour 4K ocean waves video and sound. <laughs> <laughs> We've cornered the market, baby. We did it. Don't steal. Chat, be cool. Don't steal. All right. Yeah, yeah be cool. Be cool. Kyle. Mike. PlayStation. I've heard about him. They done did it again. <laughs> <laughs> After what feels like almost every week of us pleading them not to. 10.55 no. a.m. Eastern on Thursday, October 5th, twenty. 23 i don't have the tweet up but they said hey join us in five minutes on the playstation blog we're gonna for show you some indie stuff for four indies yeah what were you doing at 10 55 a.m on a goddamn thursday you were working yeah people were in class yeah people were getting ready for work on the east on the west coast so guess what i didn't see anybody talk about these fucking games today <laughs> and that's the issue i uh put out a tweet earlier I gained a little traction. Yeah. I will say. Um, I said, as I hit up the, the X uh, Twitter, once again, I urge you to I urge you to imagine a banger indie state of play instead of burying killer indie reveals on the blog. To get me wrong, the blog is great for deeper dive, but with how crowded the year has been for AAA space alone, indies deserve a brighter spotlight. God damn it. 
Oh, hold on. And I also replied to you. Yes. Hey, PlayStation, if you need help with producing an indie state of play, we at 6180 know how to do it. We have seen, (laughs) hold on. We have seen firsthand how important and beneficial for indies to have dope news in in video format. Both formats, blog and video together, will be unbeatable. First off, I love how well articulated we were when talking about Beachwater, and we can't talk now. (laughs) But it's fine. What did I say? No, no, we we both we both stumbled through that a little bit. Oh, fair. Our, our mouths don't work too no, well. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, yeah. Why? <laughs> Just why? Why? I we talked about this exhaustively. I think the episode is one twenty six. If you want to like a full on conversation mm-hmm. of like why we think this is ridiculous and like what we would do better. And granted, you know, it's a big corporation and a lot of moving police, p- polices. Jesus, a lot of moving pieces. We know that, but like. The structure is in place. They have state of play. These four games that we're about to talk about are substantial fucking indie reveals that we have been anticipating for yeah. a long time, two of which are remarkably surprising. Um, and man, like I, these are games and these are details I would kill for in a mini indie showcase. Yeah. And I bet the same goes for somebody like Wholesome or The Mix or Glitch. Mm-hmm. Like these are such killer details that we got today and not a lot of people saw it i bet because yeah. with how splintered social media is not everybody's checking twitter nowadays the blog if you look at just on average if you look at the blog i mean there's two comments on the dredge piece with 24 likes 19 likes on the salt sea piece like the blog is for a very specific hardcore audience that not everybody checks but guess what everybody does watch and look at on a daily basis youtube it's and an event. It's an event. And you can reach so many more people through YouTube and get so many more eyes on these four incredible games. And mm-hmm. no, they just they keep on just burying the goddamn lead. And it drives me fucking crazy. I, it'd be different if they didn't already have a format to show off new games. Exactly. It'd be a different. format that... <laughs> For more often than not, because of messaging, people get pissed about and they get heavily yeah. disappointed about. And like I saw somebody in my replies saying, yeah, like, well, they, they did like, you know, they uh, they did an indie they've focus. They've done it before. Mm-hmm. They've done it before, blah, blah, blah. Sure, they've done it before, but they keep fucking up the messaging. That's what the issue is. The last state of play, it, it, I know, like I, I replied, I said it was indie focused, but they put an emphasis on indies and thir- on third party games. Mm-hmm. And guess what showed up? Spider-Man. And guess what overshadowed everything? Spider-Man. Yeah. And guess what? The uh, indie games, plural, that was just Baby Steps. Which yeah. Baby Steps, killer, hell yeah. I'm Absolutely. so excited the show. But if you are, your messaging says that it's going to be indie games. Yeah. And plural. third party reveals whatever. Stick with that messaging and don't show Spider-Man. Because and- now you mm-hmm. set the standard of, oh, when they say something, that doesn't mean what they actually say so everybody's gonna be expecting a first party thing during a state of play now yep i and and i think those people especially like that that person that replied to you i think it'd be different if they just straight up set the expectation saying hey this is an indie full-on state of play if that becomes the norm maybe once every other month or once a month have a dedicated state of play to just indies and they've been doing them for other state of plays where like, listen, there's no talk of, you know, factions two or yeah. the, we're not talking about new hardware or anything like they 
can set those limits. They can. So why not just do an indie only thing where you get like your kind of funnies to live react to them and, and get more eyes on them and easy allies, uh, you know, giant bomb, all these, you know, Twitch streamers love live reacting to gaming things. So like get more eyes on the games because you can see a tweet and, and you know, the way Twitter works, maybe not all everyone's going to see it, but what do you be like? Hey, this huge event state of play that, even though some people might think it might not have like the gravitas or the power behind it, that name of a show is pretty powerful. Yeah. It drives people to like, all right, I'm going to mark out time to go check it out. See new games. And when it comes to indies, people need to see them. And the other uh, point of contention that I saw in the replies is that nobody will watch it. Nobody, nobody gives a shit, blah, 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 blah. And this is in response to me shouting out Indie World or ID at Xbox. I have on my screen right now Indie World Showcase from April 19th, 2023. You know how many how many little people watch that fucking thing? How many, Mike? 1,195,146 views on that. Yeah. And that's a first party channel that has mm-hmm. almost 10 million subscribers. The mm-hmm. PlayStation channel, let's see, PlayStation has 15 mil so more than nintendo yeah so put together a 10 minute little spotlight yep. showing off these games and again to my point on that tweet the blog is great the blog yeah. is great for a deeper dive you could point those 15 million potential viewers to the blog afterwards if you want to drive numbers to the website similar to what nicholas in chat just said mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I mean i'll toot our own home here and we've heard it from other people in the industry, when we do mini indie showcase, we do it right because we show off the game and then we have landing pages on the website for you to learn more about the game. Yeah. Just do just do that, please. Everybody. I feel like that's beneficial for all involved. I just, yeah, I don't know. And to your point again, like I know like it would be different if they didn't have something in place already, but they do. Exactly. And like it's not like, of course, it's it's not like you could snap your fingers and and shit out yeah. of presentation it takes, it takes work. work of course it takes work. of course yeah. it does like and i don't discredit that but just proper scheduling proper timing like i i know you're ramping up for spider-man and stuff but if you have time to put together these blog pieces and stuff like uh, carve out a few like another week or so to yeah slap some trailers together with a voiceover absolutely that's all it takes yep even like fuck the voiceover like just fucking transitions and stuff or honestly did hold on do that recap video that they tweeted literally that's what that's what i'm checking did they put that recap video on their youtube channel oh not on the youtube i'm just saying i see it on twitter so i don't know if it's on there you go if if you could produce that recap video for twitter yeah literally put that on the youtube channel yeah because the last thing that playstation posted about on the youtube channel grant's original easter eggs Call of Duty Zombies trailer. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Okay. Death relives from space. They don't even have DC the universe. indie trailers on there from huh. today. That's wild. Oh, they do. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. They got the trailers on there. Okay. They do they got the trailers. trailers on there. Okay. That's okay. good. But still, I, I think it should be having messaged better. Yeah. You can do it just like they do for any other state of play as well, where the state of play and then they release the trailer immediately afterwards on its yeah, own of course 
that's totally fine too um yeah i just think and i think by having an indie focus state of play will help what's the right word i'm looking for destigmatize the word indie when it comes to like the casual gamer yeah just be like hey there are broaden your horizons there are other games than just these gigantic millions and millions of dollar games like cocoon i i I mean we'll get to i played cocoon last week it's fucking incredible and i feel like a lot of people are going to overlook that game because it's not a spider-man it's not call of duty it's not a shooty shooty bang bang like i don't yeah it's it's a bummer yeah whoa drinks (laughs) you owe me a coke which i have right here oh i got nothing else for you it's fine fine. (laughs) uh but yeah you're exactly right and I think at this point, like I state of play just means so many things at at this state of time, um, or in this moment of time or whatever, that like repack like you said, repackages something else. Cause like it, you you fucked up the expectations. I need like you mm-hmm. you <laughs> it's just yeah, it, it's know. just wild to think that the two other opposing platforms they got it. Both have an indie focused show. Yeah. An indie world for Nintendo. ID and Xbox for Xbox. And what do we have over here in PlayStation Land? Oh, we have the blog and tweets. And there is the established PlayStation Indies thing. Yeah. Which is infuriating that. And like I feel like like we see it from Shu like every time he tweets out or something. Like the passion yeah. and like the, the care and the eye is this there. Is, this is this is not like a dig at Shu. I know Shu loves all, his no. indies. He or changes that, that his team, profile like, icon yeah. completely. It's better. Yeah. The team is doing, you know, they're making sure we get these indies on PlayStation in the first place. Yeah. I, but I think, like, I, I don't know. think the, I don't think that team just gets the support that they should yeah. be getting. Like I think yeah, a lot yeah. of the resources are, I mean, obviously a lot of the resources are going to the, the mainstream AAA stuff. Cause that's, the what, big make, guns. that's what makes yeah. the money. Of course. It's a, again, it's a business. I get it, but yeah, it would just be awesome to be able to have the first party. I have another first party, Yep. Help diversify diversify the plates a little bit. Yep. Um Agreed. Yeah, because because like I can't imagine like our circles talking about cocoon a lot, but I can't imagine cocoon did super well mm-hmm. like in its first week of sales, like something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. that's unfortunately at the end of the day, you get as many acc- accolades as you want. It's it's about the sales. I mean mm-hmm. uh so recently, that team can go off and make more and really else. cool things. Um Cause yeah, even like this is a, a different example, like a very different example, but um, the team behind boomerang X just had a close because it didn't do too well. Um, and boomerang X fucking rules. That is a devolver is digital a backed or published game that like had, it had its moment on switch. And mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately like that, that can be the case for any indie studio at, at any moment, especially nowadays with how many layoffs there are with studios yeah. and I mean, this week alone was fucking brutal. It's horror. Like Insane. you and I working in the industry now, it's it's fucking horrifying. Yep. Seeing that news break, especially because we know so many people like mm-hmm. in these studios and in these uh, outlets and whatnot. So like we not only personally fear for our friends and colleagues, but like for for such a, like a fruitful business that's making a shit ton of money, it's just like heartbreaking that like yeah, somebody like a uh, Dang Studios the has to close down or somebody like uh, uh another case is uh the folks behind Revita they 
were uh, planning this like big 2.0 update, but Dear Villagers and, and the devs are like, it's just not worth it financially. So mm-hmm. they're just stopping, which is fucking yeah. heartbreaking. I mean, it, to a to a bigger extent now that they they are a part of Epic, but like seeing Mediatonic lose so many folks, yeah. you know, people behind Fall Guys, which was indie before they were bought, like it's heartbreaking. It, it it's oh my god, it, it, people people like to like scream out they want new ideas in games, they want new ideas in movies, they want new ideas in shows, whatever. The new ideas new ideas are here in the indie gaming space, and if they aren't getting the support from gamers and publishers aside, then we're just going to get the same old shit. And, yeah. and the, those developers are, are going to be, have to move on and not use their creative brain the way that we want them to and create cool new experiences. And all it takes is a, the backing of a major first party. The, the people it. that have like the, uh, strong grip on like the the consciousness of the the gaming market like yeah a 10 minute fucking video with four trailers and slapping a logo on it that says state of play yep and setting it as a youtube premiere Mm -hmm. and that could get so many more eyes on things like salty chronicles dredge karma zoo and the gecko gods yep and all the other games that they've done this previously to Mm -hmm. they fucking buried tmnt in the blog yeah ridiculous rogue legacy 2 coming to playstation was a tweet yeah are you kidding me <laughs> like what <laughs> again it, we, like just tweeting is not enough because of how splintered social media is it's mm-hmm. like fucking ridiculous like, yeah you got to do more and like again i get it like they don't make they don't pay the bills like i know S- peter parker is swinging around with a with a big bag of money like i get it i mm-hmm. understand but come on y'all yeah Again, like you said, we need diversity in the ecosystem and to keep things fresh. And like these uh, these four games, like a- alone, prove how fucking expansive and diverse gaming is as a whole, and how much it, how much the indie space needs the AAA space in order yeah. to feel relevant and not stale. And like on that note, like the the games that were a part of this little you know tweet and blog post are dope yeah like uh more dredge i'm all about it and it, it's not just a um uh, i don't have it in front of me but is the dlc called a specific thing like the is it a name dlc or is it just a well how about we get into it yeah well th- that's what i was leaning into <laughs> set sail to uncover the secrets of the pale reach there it is so dredge the pale, the pale reach calls players to a new frozen frontier a pristine icy biome awaiting discovery by the most intrepid of explorers those who find themselves within this frozen expanse will embark on a journey through icy canyons retracing the path of a long forgotten expedition and unveiling the destiny of those who once ventured there journeying into the depths of this glacial biome will require players to upgrade their vessel equipping it with specialized gear capable of smashing through the unforgiving ice so it's new story content uh introducing 11 fish and crab species uh and their uh aberrations i was gonna say spoiler counterparts but sure oh (laughs) (laughs) as well as additional fish type um new items to expand uh the freshness of catches it says um they also i don't know if you saw they have a new update uh where you could just you could customize your ship now as well that was a free update recently so you put like pirate flags and stuff on it hell Um, yeah that is coming November 16th. Mm-hmm. I don't know 
if it's paid or that free. I'm, I'd imagine it's a question. Yeah. Which like is fine. I'm I'm not criticizing that. Like I'll I'll throw uh, dredge all the money they want. I'll you know I'll throw yeah. Black Salt Games thirty dollars for this fucking thing. I don't care. Um, another fun little tidbit though. The Pale Reach launches on November sixteenth, and we hope players will enjoy this icy add-on to Dredge's world. We're not stopping here either, as we're hard at work on our next planned expansion, the Iron Rig, and we look forward to sharing more with you soon. What? Yeah. Again, imagine that as a voiceover in a fucking yeah. state of play. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome that this team is. Also, team- Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. If you go to the. Uh, we're just going to jump all over the place. I'm getting fucking furious and triggered. That's fine. That's fine. If you scroll all the way at the bottom of this dredge piece. Oh, yeah. I saw the title. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Indie yeah. Day, October 2023. There's your fucking branding. I did see that earlier and I forgot to mention it. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, join us tomorrow for Indie Day for October 2023 for four cool indie games only on youtube.com slash PlayStation. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that bah is part of it. It has to be, right? <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. Pale Reach is cool. I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I'm looking at the screens like this uh, big monster. It's pretty rad. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm interesting to see what this uh, new story content is. And yeah, like, like where it takes place. Exactly. In the story. Yeah, I'm curious. No spoilers for Dredge. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I think if you re if you boot Dredge back up. It the save is before the final yeah thing yeah well the, because I did both endings and that's kind of right how exactly it happens okay yeah um yeah I don't know because I I feel like it has to be I mean I guess it doesn't but like it would be hard to imagine it's not tied to the main narrative mm-hmm. just with what it, what's going on in that game yeah um and like with that I'm curious does that change the the core ending at all or maybe it just like adds more context to it i i don't know it's interesting uh, yeah it's i don't know i'm really excited to like actually having to like break up through ice yeah and make like, your way through the through the sea or yeah, the beach so water it looks like you could, um you add essentially it looks like plows to the the yep. front of your ships which mm-hmm. is really dang cool man dredge is so good how are you feeling about dredge like being so kind of far not so far away from it but like it's been like months it's been now. a minute yeah yeah you still high on it i am um i don't know if it's my favorite indie still okay. of the year but it's still like for me personally someone who's not a fan of these type of games anyway sure for it to really just take over my entire weekend when i played it and i non-stop like it's very impressive i love what they did with it yeah yeah i i I think this is still my game of the year. I feel like I played something recently. I was like, oh, fuck, this is my game of the year. I forgot I what mean, it was. So that's, that's, not, that's check, not a good sign. Check out next week's show. <laughs> oh, fair. Well, that's that's that fucking like. That weird, is different. Yeah, fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, like, we'll, we'll get into it later, but Cocoon is up there for me. Yeah. So I got to like take inventory of like what I actually played this year. I feel like yeah. like every year, like, you know, we're, we're so fucking busy between 6-1 Indie and, and our day jobs that like yep. 
I feel like I don't get to play much mm-hmm. really, but um, yeah. But I know like Dredge is up there for me. Oh, Return Sea of Stars is up there. Oh, as well. sure, Sea of Stars. Cool. So yeah, Dredge the Pale Reach coming November sixteenth. Yeah, it's wild, right? Not yeah, slowing down. I'm curious. I'm well. I'm glad it's November. Get out of the way a little bit. To some extent. Well, it's also two days after the next one that was unveiled, Karmazoo. Yeah. So uh, I'm just going to take it from the blog. Let me see. Blah, yep. blah, blah. Karmazoo takes cooperation to a new level with innovative multiplayer mechanics. We created a joyful and altruistic game that brings fresh air to a beloved genre. It's a platformer for two to ten players. Enjoy it with old or new friends in public matchmaking, private lobbies, and local multiplayer. Uh, So this is from Pasta Games. Uh, This is uh, Isabel Weber writing the piece for the blog. I should have mentioned also uh, for Black Salt Games, that was Nadia Thorne writing on the blog. So Karmazoo, uh, Devolver published, right? It's a Devolver joint. And uh, something I wrote in the uh, YouTube description for the podcast and the podcast description, Karmazoo uh, is finally getting its due. Karmazoo was announced a while ago, and mm-hmm. it's one of the weird Devolver joints, similar to Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood, yep. that hasn't been getting the typical Devolver treatment as far as like marketing goes. Like It's not part of like the Devolver like digital showcases in, in the winter. It was the... It, pre-show of the volvi maybe so like that was it was included in it but that wasn't even like the initial reveal or anything it it was revealed just on a tweet i think Mm. which Mm. is weird for devolver but yeah once in a while they just put out like random they they put out like random beats of like what seemed like really damn cool concepts i mean i love the idea of a platform that you could play up up to 10 people with yeah like i this is coming november 14th um I'm pretty sure that lines up for us with Extra Life. I can't wait to play this during Extra Life. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. Um, I also love the look at this game. I, I mean, I'm a sucker. <laughs> I mean, clearly, I'm a sucker for, like, purples and blues. Um, <laughs> and it's our fucking, like, logos and overlays and shit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I love the look of this game. It, I think the pixel art is stunning. If you mm-hmm. have the opportunity to see this game in motion, it feels like it plays remarkably fluid. Um especially like with all the different abilities and whatnot like yeah 50 plus characters with different special abilities bringing new ways to platform around um yeah i think this game is going to slap but i fear it's going to be like a boomerang x situation where like mm-hmm. not a lot of people are going to be paying attention to it mm-hmm. um especially granted i just said with dredge like getting out of the way a little bit like november is still call of duty month you know so there is that as well, but uh, hopefully it, it breaks through. I, I hope it like it finds its audience and and people yeah. really fall in love with it. I I I wish it the best. I'm excited to play with you. The, the fact though, it is like required to play with another person. Oh sure, yeah. It, it might be a hurdle for some people to like want to check it out, but I dig the aesthetic. I can only imagine the chaotic nature of this game when you get into it. Um. So it also, oh, I I forgot the name of the game that you fell in love with during our first PAX East together, but it does the Res, thing. Res, please. That, yes, it does the yeah. thing that game does. Yep. So if you're, uh, if you're not familiar, Res, yeah. please is a another like side-scrolling platformer, but um, you could swap between two characters. I forget if you're like brother, sister, brother, brother, or 
siblings, Kyle. Jesus Christ. Um, and like, imagine there's like a big gap filled with spikes that you can't reach with a normal jump. You would swap characters, purposely jump in the spikes, and then switch back, and then use the the body on the spikes as a platform to reach the other side. And then there come like places on in the level where you can resurrect that character and then continue the puzzles stuff. So yeah, it, this does look like it has that kind of mechanic to it as well, which is kind of cool. I, I just did a quick Google. I was like, did recipes ever come out? But it, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got like okay reviews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but yeah this uh does the thing did you literally just say what the thing that karmazoo does i said the thing said that runs please okay did. cool i was yeah, just thinking, yeah. <laughs> i was in the middle of googling i was like yeah. i didn't mm -hmm. want to make it seem like i wasn't paying attention to you no, but it's it, half was um so yeah with uh karmazoo be brave and jump headfirst into a bed of spikes to drop a tombstone everyone will then be able to walk on it to reach walk on yeah walk on it to reach the other side sending precious karma your way help your teammates score by lighting up the way holding the door propelling them into the air or even slapping them helpfully uh change your surroundings you can blast on walls open up blah 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 blah, blah. so you can like essentially sacrifice yourself to help your teammates out which yeah. is really interesting i feel like a, a really uh fun mechanic when it does come to playing with nine other people yeah mm -hmm. um do you have the PlayStation blog page up, by the way? I do. Or, so if you go to the first screenshot under the trailer, under Sacrifice is a building tool, mm -hmm. what does that little boy floating in the middle look like to you? It looks familiar. I can't place it, though. I can't place the name. That looks like Picks the Cat. Oh, you're totally right. I mean, I doubt it is. I, I, it's probably just a weird coincidence, but you're totally right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Picks the cat. Mm -hmm. God, I would. Where, where's Picks the Cat to? Play Picks the Cat, everybody. It's so good. <laughs> if you still have a PlayStation Vita, play Picks yeah. the Cat or PS4. It's on there too. If you have a PlayStation Vita, <laughs> <laughs> God, banger. Next up, we had. Speaking of animals, the Gecko Gods. Puzzle Adventure coming to PlayStation next year. Taken from Jonathan Bins from Super Rare Games. Weird not uh, seeing Ryan's name on there. Yeah, a little weird. But shout the fuck out to our friend Ryan Brown over at Lost in Cult uh, setting up a new indie label. Hell yeah. Perfect pairing. I can't fucking wait <laughs> with to see what they do. Uh, in the Gecko Gods, you assume the role of an utterly adorable tiny gecko on a monumental quest to rescue a dear friend. That's all I'm going to read, because that's, that's all you need to know. You're a little gecko, and you're fucking platforming around in this beautiful, stunning, pan-painterly yep. environment, and mm -hmm. I cannot wait for this game. And it's going to take um, use of the DualSense's haptic feedback and 3D audio uh, for PlayStation users, which yeah. is pretty rad. That's really cool. Um, mm -hmm. This got initially revealed, I feel like, was this a, a lockdown joint? Because we live reacted Possibly, when this got revealed. Yeah. So I think this was a wholesome games reveal back mm -hmm. in the day. Um, and then maybe a year or so ago, maybe maybe longer than that, Super Rare picked it up for publishing once they announced their label. That This was one of the first round of games that Super Rare picked up because um, when they announced the label, they announced four titles, I believe. And yeah, this was one of them. Uh, uh, this it was, I believe it was Ryan also showed up on um, the kind of funny games. The GDC stream gdc stream played this out along with their the other game the ocho. Um, ocho yeah and it looked awesome then and so i'm 
very, very, very excited to play this on my PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. super cool. I, I'm glad it's just reaching more people, getting a bigger mm-hmm. audience. Because um, originally it was solely Switch and PC, so it's just really cool to see. Uh, yeah, really cool to see that super rare originals being able to kind of penetrate all the consoles so far. It's It sounds like it's... I'm going to say this without any like actual knowledge that this is true because I don't play the games. It's Zelda without combat, but you're a gecko. Yeah, maybe. Could just based based on like these bullet points of like you explore at your own pace, you puzzle solve in ancient temples. Uh, you know, you're you're on a boat like Wind Waker. Yeah, I was gonna say it, it's easy to call this uh, reptilian Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> God, it's yeah. beautiful. It's it's really stunning. It seems like I'm curious to look at the initial reveal trailer just to compare what it used to look like. Because, mm-hmm. man, like, I don't remember. I mean, like, the GIF that's uh, under Discover, Discover, Sale, and Solve. Like, look at the fucking reflections in the water. And, like, just I know. How, oh, mm-hmm. my God, dude. People are wild. I can't believe people make video games. It's, like, I'm happy that we get to work with people who do the stuff. And... Yeah. I get to play them, but there's no way in hell I could actually pull off a game. No, <laughs> there's no way. Yeah, this uh, typically, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a big decky nowadays. Uh, that's my. Oh, is that what they call? You yeah, call yeah. No, I'm taking it back. I'm taking oh. it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, I, I did. Uh, we did start uh, below deck Melbourne, or no, sorry. Oh yeah. Below deck. Down under. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what the the, the Australians say. Yep. That's where they're mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Very good so far. Sweet. Anyways, <laughs> that's all I got for you. Um, yeah, I think this will be a PS5 joint because I want to play this on as big of a screen as humanly possible. And yeah, take advantage of some of this uh, dual sense stuff. The, the little, the little gecko feet little... as you're going around. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might get a gecko. Go for it. Now the cat will fight it. Mm. I do want to. I, I so back in the day, I had a gecko. Um, what do you think my gecko's name was? Gex. Yeah, it was Gex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Come on> now. <laughs> um, I had Gex for approximately two days. Oh no. Um, I was holding him one day, and I was a I was a stupid little child. Mm-hmm. Um, like we all were. And I was I was petting him. I was giving a little like let's say Gex's head is my knuckle right here. Yeah. Give him a little pet, and he fucking latched onto my finger so hard. Did you? And I did your hand around. Yeah, I was whipping oh, my no. hand around and I was screaming and I was begging my father for help, but he was laughing at me because uh, <laughs> that's the kind of dad my dad was <laughs> in the most loving way possible. Uh-huh. And like I was freaking out. Eventually, my mom got Gex off of me and then we, we had to give him to the neighbor because <laughs> I was too afraid of him. Straight up from a Nickelodeon cartoon. That's Just, my life. Ah, get it off. <laughs> Dude, I was like bawling oh, i was I like can freaking out yeah do do geckos have teeth no no it was fine oh oh so it didn't hurt it no, just it weird just freaked oh, me okay. Out. <laughs> okay fair it was just you know but when you're a child when something bites you no matter oh, yeah. how it feels yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you just instantly think like oh well, i'm going to lose a finger yes <laughs> geckos absolutely. eat flesh i understand this concept yep. <laughs> speaking of geckos <laughs> <laughs> salt sea chronicles from oh, i can never say the studio's name 
Die Gut Fabrik, I believe. Hey, that's I pretty believe, good. Builds a world of island communities on PS5 on October 12th. Next week, y'all. Next week. <laughs> a major indie, highly anticipated uh, follow-up to, to a renowned studio, an award-winning studio. Just launching next week. Remind me of their previous game. Mute's own. Mute's own. Ah, yeah. got it. I knew the art style reminded me of something. And like I couldn't a, place it. Yeah, Mute's own. Uh, fucking fantastic. It is essentially a mutant soap opera. Um, and Soul Sea Chronicles just seems like a lovely fucking next step to what this studio is doing in the narrative space. So uh, I'm going to take this from Harry. Harry Josephine Giles from Die Gute Fabrik. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to find a space blah, 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 to find out. Uh, Salty Chronicles, a story-driven adventure game where you guide a crew as they explore a flooded world of strange and surprising islands and meet many people who call that island world home. Um, so, yeah, you're really... Um, here we go. Or... Orkney, that's the the world, is an archipelago of 70 islands. Of, wait, no, this is that's a real place. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Man, it'd be really cool if yeah, I don't know. There was a state of play that talked. Explain about this more. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyways, so like the the world has all of its like own islands, and it does this really cool thing where you can kind of like zoom out all the way to get like a mm-hmm. grand scope of the entire island. Zoom in, get all these like really um, uh, intimate peeks into folks' lives. Uh, yeah, it's just they are such fantastic storytellers and such fantastic writers i cannot wait to just kind of like dive into this for a weekend and just experience everybody's stories everybody's all the citizens living on the island doing their daily routine Mm -hmm. and just this one relationships this one is for you and harry and anyone else that likes this particular feline companion another island in the game los gatos is home to an enormous population of cats naturally one of their main exports is catten a cat fur based cloth there can't be waste because there's nowhere uh, but the island itself for the waste to go. So in those gatos, they've managed to find a way to spin cat hair into wool, and I hear it's luxuriously soft. They use it for all their clothes, but there's enough that it's also become an important trading good for them because making connections with other islands is just as crucial to being an island inhabitant as becoming as being self-sufficient. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure you're going to spend most of your time at that island. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really cool that like you could kind of just it seems like you could just exist on any like I'm sure there is yeah. like a driving narrative force to like make you go from island to island, but like it seems like you could really delve yourself into kind of and just take your time and spend time in like whatever islands you want to kind of spend your time with and then really mm-hmm. like get to know these people, develop relationships. Um yeah, super and uh, just, god damn it, it's fucking beautiful also. Yeah. Like I love that it looks uh very much like kind of um construction paper cutouts yep. like mm-hmm. making a collage and whatnot uh it looks really cool yeah super dope i fucking can't believe it's next week i was not expecting that until next year to be honest yeah and to get a a, a week's notice is kind of crazy yeah yeah in like October. right in the middle of the <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say the thick of awesome games coming out all the time yeah yeah it's a oh boy it's a rough month it's a rough month <laughs> So yeah, hey, that's been Indie Day, October 2023. Wild. Our pals at PlayStation. Hey, again, no shade. We love PlayStation. Exactly. Just critiques. 
Yeah, some passionate, sh- passionate, passionate critiques. critiques from some of your favorite indie loving folks. For the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of these four games, I know we don't like to like pick favorites or anything like that. Yeah. What are you most excited about? Um, honestly, it's probably Gecko Gods. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for for more Dredge. I'm sure we're gonna have a great time in Karmazoo. Um. Salt Sea honestly might not be my favorite kind of I, game. Yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah. Uh, but I can appreciate the way it looks and and appreciate the pedigree of where it comes from. But I'm I'm all in on Gecko Gods for sure. Yeah, I mean I'm stoked for all these. Obviously, I'm I hearing about the new Dredge Island and some of the new tools and like some of the updates that they've done already on the game. Um, I can't wait to go back in. And uh, maybe because I'm looking at the November 16th date and I just confidently say like, oh, there's nothing else happening that day. <laughs> <laughs> or I could also say, oh, we're off a couple of days for Thanksgiving. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> That's how I could spend Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like Gecko Gods is going to be like one hell of a weekend for us. Yeah. Just like going around, discovering secrets, going around these islands. Mm hmm having those water cooler moments mm-hmm. can't wait can't wait yeah you know what else i can't wait for you telling everyone to subscribe to patreon exactly kick it to the ad if you've gotten to this point of the 6-1 indiecast that means you must enjoy what we do to some extent so with that logic in mind if you're enjoying this why not support us over on patreon.com slash 6-1 indie we are a tiny company with huge ambitions to help amplify the indie scene one game at a time that includes our massive production of the mini indie showcase a biannual indie game showcase for indies by indies. Not only would your dollar support our efforts into spotlighting indie games, but you gain a few perks for the podcast. First and foremost, you don't have to listen to this ad every single damn week. Secondly, you can watch the podcast live as we record it and join the discussion in the chat. And last but not least, you gain access to Clocked Out, the weekly IndieCast post show available exclusively for patrons. This is where we get to talk about AAA games and films and get a bit unhinged and talk about like the scorpion king and and wombats and getting hurt and stuff like that anyways if you're able to and sincerely only if you're able to it would mean the world to us if you considered supporting us over on patreon.com slash 61 indie and we're back and just like no nah, i got nothing i was gonna try to make a butterfly joke oh like uh, the butterfly effect Ooh, have you ever seen the sequel there's a sequel <laughs> yeah Oh man, it's like told from like what happens if you don't kill the butterfly? The butterfly. I you know, I two. haven't seen the actual movie either. I just know of the You haven't? No. Oh, you should go back. It's a good time. Yeah. Nick Larson discovers a supernatural way to alter his life and travel back in time to key moments in his life by looking at photographs. That's pretty much the plot of the first one also. <laughs> okay. Um they're really, you know, stretching out what they can do in there. There's also, what if I told you there is a butterfly effect three? Oh, God. Is it also looking at photos to discover a way to change let's the see, past? Wait, what's, what's, the, <laughs> what's the line? Let's say, let's say, let's say. Sam Reed uses his power to travel to solve the mystery of his girlfriend's death. <laughs> Uh, he time travels by finding old flip cameras and going through the footage dude flip cameras 
the they shit. were the they were the shit honestly you know what else is the shit cocoon you beat it i did i platinumed it yeah uh three and a half ish hours um uh-huh. my so this comes from i believe um the my i think his name is jep uh from play from play dead um right. uh he's the one that came up with the the gameplay loop and, and the game itself and uh it's really hard to try to describe this game but think of it as like nesting dolls where like you know big big doll with a smaller doll inside and then another smaller <laughs> doll inside and so on and so on and so big forth. doll big doll uh with the beach water um and you play as um a butterfly esque creature, a moth like creature. Yeah. Um got Mothman. little wings. Harvey Mothman. Moth. Har- Harvey Mothman. And uh Harvey goes around the world of cocoon. <laughs> and uh I don't uh, on, I'm completely honest with you. I don't know what the end goal is. It's fine. I, I the there's there's a narrative there, there's no dialogue spoken, there's nothing but like it is what it is, I guess. Um, but it does a really cool thing. Like, there's no tutorial. You just awaken and you just kind of have to figure out how to go about this world on your own. And it's very simple. It's just the analog stick and then the X button, or, or excuse me, the cross button um, to to interact with things. And everything is so intuitive. Like, it makes sense to do the things you're supposed to do without the game telling you, hey, do this thing like hold down the button to hover you know to cross the gap or um find this cocoon orb to traverse this land bridge or whatever it is it's so hard to explain this game it's yeah <laughs> I mean, you're doing a better job than my pitch of the game which is uh hey have you seen men in black this game is the galaxy oh. the galaxy <laughs> on is Orion's on Orion's belt. belt that's yeah this that's game. not bad that's not bad <laughs> Um, and then eventually it becomes to uh, a point where you were juggling like three orbs at once and you're hopping in and out and hopping into one to unlock a um, like a turret and then hopping back to other orbs to make sure it's facing the thing that's going to the switch. So the orb will come out of the orb to hit the switch to unlock a ladder or an elevator and then you gotta hop in to get the other orb and bring it out like it's it sounds super difficult but the way that jep and everyone that worked in the game presents it is easily digestible and you are never lost in the game which i love i think jep uh tweeted this out the other day and i absolutely love it where they basically said on every screen you're at you know exactly where you can go and everything is very easily read by the players. Like there's a north, there's a south, there's an east, there's a west, west. There's like a portal that you can activate later on once you get a power. There's a bridge you can take. There's a place to place the orb. Like everything is so easily given to you. And it's up to you to interpret how to use those different pieces of the world to unlock the next step. And um, it is so beautiful. The music is incredible. It is stunning. It's seeing this game in stunning. Motion. And to, to when you are hopping in and out of the orbs, it is trippy. It is so cool. If this is, and I said this in a tweet, this is the smartest I felt playing a game since Portal. Yeah. Because it's like, 
it's just the right amount of difficult. Some of the later ones, for sure, I had to look up a, a hint because I was completely lost. But it does the thing where you find out the hint, you're like, duh, of course, that's the answer. Yeah. Just if you just like, you know, stop and focus and, and take a look at everything all at once, everywhere all at once. Oh. Um, it'll kind of make sense. So I highly recommend the game. It's it's incredible. One of the best indies of the year, for sure. Yeah, I um, I think I put like. 45 minutes to an hour into it mm-hmm. um just because i i haven't had time to sit down and, and play anything really yeah um but man it's just it is stunning it's intuitive jeff knows how to design a game that team yeah. is so goddamn talented um i mean clearly coming from play dead and having that yeah. pedigree mm-hmm. behind you um i'm glad that I, i'm relieved that it it's hitting like i'm i'm yeah. relieved that it is intelligently designed mm-hmm. it is as beautiful as it seems it, it isn't as overwhelming as maybe i thought it would have been yeah um because like looking back at um man i i forgot the name of that game already the the other former play dead folks they put out that game last year that we're all looking forward to and it it was like kind of like okay but we somerville somerville yeah that was also play dead folks i wasn't sure i believe it was former play okay. dead folks as well and like you know we had really high expectations where it looked beautiful it looked like it was mm-hmm. going to be another yeah. like inside limbo situation and um granted i haven't played it but from what i heard it was like more like middling and and yeah you know it was, it was a mm-hmm. bit of a letdown coming from that pedigree um so it's it's really nice to see like people really receive cocoon like overwhelmingly positively mm-hmm. and it's the perfect length yeah short banger it's it's do three hour bangers are the best especially like a hard puzzle game yeah. like it's it's the perfect length yeah also i just want to shout out uh, a friend of ours uh hana kim did the review for ign fucking dope hell yeah it's dope i did just google it just for the hell of it and it's so cool seeing hana's name being like the first thing i see on google yeah that is pretty cool <laughs> likewise not indie but seeing Jarrett do the assassin's creed review yeah. and hopping on kind of funny and stuff it's awesome it's, cool. have you ever like taken a second and just think of like the people that we knew yeah that we met through an online community are all doing the thing yeah well, like we're all doing the damn thing it's really fucking wild <laughs> it's very fucking weird yeah i get those moments granted we kind of talk about this like during our post shows for the showcases yeah like, i get those moments when like i'm watching the showcase with people like in, in the chat and yeah, like, yeah 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 Seeing the reception and seeing like mm-hmm. all the kind words and hearing mm-hmm. like or seeing seeing fucking like media articles written about us and stuff it's yeah, yeah, yeah fucking weird very weird you know what else is weird mike what else is weird everhood oh you're playing everhood <laughs> what the hell is this game mike so good <laughs> i don't know how i feel about it yet i'm gonna be honest with you i know you love it it's fine just there- just exist baby that's the thing like maybe i just have to rewire my brain and how i'm perceiving this game but like <laughs> it's uh, called shrooms <laughs> i was about to say like the 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 trippiest thing i've ever played happens when you get dumped into an incinerator within the first 20 minutes or so and that sequence is wild i i had i hit restart so many times <laughs> yeah because i thought i died because i was doing bad oh no yeah <laughs> And then I was like, oh, no, this is a scripted death, you moron. <laughs> Just to play it out. Um, if you're not familiar, it's a rhythm-based game where you are moving across 
I think there's five tracks, five lines, yeah, six lines, so. uh, as notes are coming towards you, and you have to avoid them at all costs. So you can jump um, or move back and forth with, you know, your directional buttons. Um, That's the combat system, at least. There, there the is combat actual, system. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is, a, like, a story in Overworlds, um, a very Undertale aesthetic. Um, music rips. Music's so good. I have no qualms Dude. about that. <laughs> oh my god, no qualms. I, I I need to jump into this version because like I uh-huh. actually I'm gonna pull it up on Steam now. Like I don't know if this is because I I own obviously I own the other mm-hmm. like the original Everhood skew. Um, the places that it was previously released, which is Switch and PC, um, this version that you're playing is not available. On those other consoles? Yeah, like yeah. Everhood, whatever edition it's called, um, it's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, called you know, Eternity Edition. Eternity Edition. So, like, I'm curious if it got an update or something. Yeah, I'm not sure, but there are, like, specific tracks that are only in the PlayStation version. Right, yeah. Because, um, like, Disaster Piece got in there, Chipsol's in there now, like, David Wise is in there now, which is mm-hmm. fucking wild that, like, they got some of these names. And, like, I really want to replay it for that reason mm-hmm. specifically because i those three individuals i just named i adore with all my heart <laughs> um they're like some of my favorite composers in in games um but yeah man uh, how much have you played so far i have made it to and again it's the thing where i you and i are, are cut from the same cloth where we want to experience the entire map before making oh, a yeah. decision on where to go and right. i feel like i'm trapped in a decision without exploring all the other sure. doors um so i'm in that area where you're in like that haunted house and i think i picked the right door by accident because sure. yeah, i'm uh, progressing the story um and i i'm dying a lot it's very hard <laughs> it is tricky it, it... to get the the i forgot what they call it in the game but like the spin jump so sure. like you can jump through barriers and, yeah. and hop between to not take any damage is a little tricky to hit I'm I'm finding it difficult to find the rhythm there. Um but it's 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 intriguing and addicting enough where I want to be better about it and I want to keep going. Yeah. But it's also way too heady where I don't know if I can understand <laughs> what's going on. Listen, you just got to experience the colors and the sounds, man. <laughs> that's all it's, that's all like, it's about. Like like that trippy <laughs> moment where you're in the incinerator, you die and then you're just in combat with all these different musical beings throwing yeah. notes at you that, and then that, that frogman yeah the and then <laughs> the screen is turning upside down yeah. and it, it's doing that like error message thing where you move and the images stay static on each track and like what the hell is going on here <laughs> um but it's very it, it's very endearing the music is worth it alone to play this game I do have it uh, on vinyl, so it's a very good piece to yeah. have. Um, I hope that they give me a single LP with the new songs <laughs> real bad. How how long is it, or was it for you when you played it? Uh, that's a good question. Wait, I'm going to do a how long to beat Everhood. I did um, kick that. that I, it, it has that really fun, quirky humor to it, too. So, like... You need you need a VIP card to access yeah. this area, and then you go fight this dude, and he happens to have a VIP card that he doesn't care about and throws it to you. So it 
it does do the undertale thing where like a playthrough can take you six hours gotcha but if you want to see everything it, according to how long to beat yeah um 21 whoa yeah okay there, there it is a like i've only i only did like the first sprint of it that's why gotcha. I, I am interested in this edition like replaying mm-hmm. and like i also know it's been two years at this it's point. been a while i don't, I don't yeah. remember much of it at all so i would mm-hmm. i think i am gonna jump into the playstation version because again i want to experience those songs but like i really want to like kind of yeah dig my heels into it yeah yeah i will say the trophies are ridiculously hard I'm not platinum oh, I, I could imagine <laughs> yeah, you I have to imagine. not get hit once on any of the songs yeah fuck no that. not happening <laughs> some of the some of the later fights are a little uh wild yeah the early ones are wild the early ones are wild, <laughs> I can only imagine. uh i want to rewind really quickly nick in the chat um mentioned like he really hopes that cocoon gets a physical release i bet bet your bottom dollar i am a bit is going to physically release this thing it seems like i am a bit and annapurna have some sort of deal going on so mm-hmm. i'd imagine in the next six or so months you will see a physical edition of this game we're getting I, pretty close mike to get another collection oh shit yeah you're right of oh, the you, annapurna volume two or whatever it would I be hope called they, did they is the first one called volume one i think so it's up there it's too far away for me to grab my uh, the front just is limited i'm pretty whatever, sure it, i'm pretty sure it is but yeah we're getting close that'll be cool that'd be really cool you know what else is really cool what indie games that are coming out next week uh have you not been playing any indies that you want to talk about it honestly i've put 10 hours into cyberpunk <laughs> oh that's right that's fair um i did jump into two uh two hio releases last night a little bit and i i've actually been i played a couple things on playdate also i just need oh, to get okay vamp for a second because i need to get uh, the other annapurna collection it's not a volume one it's just called it's deluxe not. limited edition limited to 2000 and mike and i have two of those 2000 so it's wild but what a fucking eight Annapurna games, including the first physical PS4 release of Telling Lies and Agoragoa, which I've heard. If I like Cocoon, I should play Goragoa. I've never fully played Gorgoa, but from what it, I've played, it is very. It does good. that trippy it's, kind of messy with space say, kind of thing. I would say Gorgo is more of a, I don't know. Or viewfinder. Maybe viewfinder is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's what I was going to just say. Um, so I've been playing. So last night I booted up two games on the steam deck. They didn't work great on steam deck. So I, I couldn't really progress too much, but, um, I noticed on Twitter the other day, um, who's the, who's the dev hexo hexosphere. Um, tweeted out about prison of husks prison of husk is a uh a very bite-sized souls like it's a ps1 inspired souls like um where you are okay. escaping a prison and and you know doing the soulsy thing um i i couldn't get it working super well like i i couldn't figure out combat <laughs> with the steam deck um so i do want to boot it up uh on pc to give it a shot because it's like it feels just the, like you could tell like when you're moving around in a souls like if you like if the motion feels right, like, you know, they probably nailed the combat as well. So like the motion feels right. The look is there. It's really intriguing in terms of just the, uh, 
stylistic choices in the aesthetic. Um, so I do want to check that out further. Um, and I quickly jumped into uh, Attack on Wendigo, which is essentially just a first person, a retro first person shooter, similar to oh, like cool. a House of the Dead sort of thing. Very cool. Yeah, very briefly. I do. Uh, I did save Bumpers and Broadswords on my list. This is the follow up uh, by H. Wilson, the folks or the the individual behind uh, Bowling Cross, which I fucking loved last oh, year. Oh, Bowling Cross. Yeah, Bowling Cross. Yeah, yeah. So is that. Uh, Oh my god! It's like a turn-based RPG bowling game, right? Yeah, it's uh, similar. Yeah, pretty much turn-based RPG bowling. Yeah. Yep. Uh, very uh, Game Boy aesthetic sort of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bumpers and broad stores, broad stores, Jesus, broad swords. <laughs> Uh, is a strategy RPG in a world of discs with every disc slash bumper possessing HP, attack, speed, and a special ability. In other words, it's a bit of Fire Emblem, a bit of Lunar Pool, a bit of Yu-Gi-Oh. Ooh. So uh, very intrigued to try this out. It's available for free if you go to hwilson.hio. Go check that out. Um, And yeah, in the past week, I went on a little shopping spree on Ye Old Playdate. Oh, I picked up five games. Okay. Do rapid fire because I haven't sure. played too much of them. Mm-hmm. Castle Ting Tintangel. Tintangel, I'll say. Okay. It's Castlevania. Oh, on the play date? Yeah. It's true. How does it use the crank? It doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> as, far, I, as far as I'm aware, it doesn't. I couldn't um, remember if that was like a requirement for every game on the play date or not. No. That's fair. No. Um, That'd it be is a weird requirement anyway. What am I thinking? It is straight up like not like Symphony of the Night. It's straight up like OG Castlevania where you're just like platforming around, going left and right, fighting ghouls. Difficult as shit as the OG Castlevanias. Um, but like I'm going to say with all these games, fucking stunning. I, again, the, the play date astounds me with its its uh, visual aesthetic and what it could achieve with such a yeah. weird tech inside that little cube. That's cool. Um, Quantum Phantom Basketball. Are you familiar Ooh. with this game? Do you remember this? I think you told me about it. It's a uh, narrative-driven 1v1 basketball game. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but you play as like these weird like abstract beings. Like I, I think your character is just like literally like a triangle with a, a sphere and <laughs> like okay. it, it's fucking weird. Um very difficult. <laughs> I cannot get past the first game. Uh, so I cannot progress through the story, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's super cool. Again, something um, it is, it's stunning. It, it's like fully rendered in 3d. I don't understand how the play date can do it, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, I, I am very bad at it, but I'm looking forward to playing more. Sweet. Crank tanks. Now I have a very <laughs> specific question uh, for you. Um, yes. Ha- what's your history with like addicting games.com and flash games uh do you have I, a history of them i do uh, like i remember there is like a, a christmas match block game i used to play the hell out of in college sure yeah i was on like the top leaderboards for a while oh okay um and i remember oh, what is that game was it shell shock the tank game where you have to sh- you shoot and you have to take account of wind to like attack other tanks. 
Do you remember like with the wind vectors or whatever? I'm assuming that's what this game is. This game is literally the tanky game where you're shooting across the screen. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That game's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I believe like that old like Flash game has a PlayStation version. Oh shit, does it? I think it's called Shellshock Prime or something like that. Yo, that's if that doesn't sound like a 4 a.m. extra life game, I don't know what does. <laughs> I'm gonna double check because I that used to be our shit in college. We were the you know the dorky dorm room with the, oh, yeah. the six of us in there. We would just be gathered around the computer attacking each other with tanks. <laughs> well, mine Shellshock is... Live is what it's called. Okay. Uh, my my story with that back in the day is sad or more sad, I guess. I used to just battle myself. <laughs> I mean, we all have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Crank Tanks is literally that. Um, okay. It feels great. Like you, before you get into the actual battles, you have like a budget to spend and like you could like customize your weapons uh, to like special abilities, stuff like that. The one critique I have against it, like they give each tank like dialogue before they shoot. So it's just like, uh, it, it just slows, it like kind of okay. pace a little bit. Uh, but the gameplay is fun. It's there. It, it's great. Um, um, can confirm the Shellshock Live game is, has a PS4 version. Hell yeah. How much is it? There's a lot of yelling going on upstairs. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, they have a highly anticipated price coming for Shell Shock Live. Well, what kind of looks that up and <laughs> avoids the screaming? Six ninety nine. Hey, that's not bad. Um, the next game I played, P Racing. It is essentially a kart racer on the play date um it's it car racer but like it's more like formula one skinned so you, you have like a, a little drag racer you're going around the track racing folks uh it does the mario kart grand prix kind of thing but it all has a mission mode so you're going on missions and like it's like uh i played a couple of them it's like uh chase the van throughout the city and and collect the birds like things like that but it seems like there is some sort of narrative to it as well which is really interesting uh it feels great the driving mm -hmm. is great. Again, I can't believe this game functions on the play date. So another really cool one. It's just uh, cool to have like a pocket size kart racer that actually feels good. Um, and the last one, which I haven't played much of yet, uh, Resonant Tale, which is essentially uh, a spin on OG Zelda, OG top down Zelda. You're going around a top down world, meeting characters, like going through this narrative, like fantasy narrative. Um, I think the main like there's no like combat or anything it's just the main thing you're going around like collecting treasure and going through dungeons and stuff like that um but really pretty uh, i'm excited to like actually dig into it and play play more sweet they sound great that's your play date roundup that's your indie day for october 2023 uh shit um, uh really quickly i have this up just because i was looking at the annapurna collection mm -hmm. um have you seen the i am 8-bit artful escape ps5 edition no the cover looks like the band poster uh, and it looks oh. awesome oh that's that's nope oh i went to a bad website uh -oh. <laughs> i went to a bad website uh -oh. <laughs> i went to i'm i'm don't say bit. it out loud <laughs> that's okay. i went to i'm 8bit.com dev blog white hat hacker stuff oh jeez oh god what is it? Oh my god, get out of here. I am eight, eight bit. bit. Yeah. Jesus, that's horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> we can go shopping later. We'll go shopping. Yeah, later. no, I'm just it, it's that's cool. It comes with three uh guitar picks as well. 
Oh, uh, that's really cool. cool. That's cool. Did you? I forgot to. Speaking of that, and uh, granted, I still have to finish the game. Do you see uh, Goodbye Volcano High? Like the band in the game is doing like a homecoming stream, like a concert. No way, really? Yeah, they're doing a concert on. I I, I think it's a some sort of private streaming thing, but like okay. they're selling tickets to like the band playing a show. Hell yes, I gotta yeah. finish that game too. But I know that's awesome. I fucking love it so far. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, I saw that the other day. They and like they put out like uh, an actual like high school ass like homecoming like poster like flyer. And it's like the band and like a couple opening acts and like it, obviously it's like the composer and and a couple of like the bands that are in the game, um fucking so cool. I love when like people do like creative God, activations like so that. So good, yeah. But yeah, I gotta, I really gotta go back to, I gotta go back to a lot of games. Let's, let's yeah. just fucking face it. Also, this uh trombone champ shirt is incredible. On I oh. <laughs> uh, All right, I'm, go- I'm gonna try to figure out this week in indie. Well, there, there's only two. Oh, the, oh, okay. So, yeah, this weekend. So, it looks like this week, uh, because of the Call of Duty beta, a lot of games are avoiding next week or this week, I should say, and also Fair. Next Fest because of Next Fest. That's probably the actual answer. Um, but Little Gator game is coming to PS4, PS5, and Xbox One on October 10th. So please play Little Gator Game if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Salty Chronicles coming October 12th. Um, I believe it's everywhere. Sweet. That's it. That's this weekend. Oh, D. Okay. But the biggest thing is Steam Next Fest. So go over. It starts at 1 p.m. Eastern on Monday, October 9th. Go to the Steam Next Fest uh, banner. It should be on the Steam homepage. You click that. There's going to be a monumental list of indie game upcoming indie games that have demos available. Um, so please go check those out. If you don't have the means to play PC demos, totally understandable. Come hang out on youtube.com slash six one indie. We're going to play as many demos as we can throughout the week. So October 9th through the 16th, each and every day raising money for the American heart association. Um, I will say the first demo that I will be playing on Monday is another crab's treasure. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, I I almost went into it early because obviously they dropped the mm-hmm, demo mm-hmm. a few days ago. At this point, it's been really hard to not play. Yeah, I want to save my first experience. Yeah, for the stream. So yeah, please come hang out. That'll likely be around five p.m. Eastern on Monday mm-hmm. or today if you haven't if you're listening to this the day it launches, or go watch the VOD if if you're yep. listening to this in the future. Another tease at a game for sure that we will be playing is Doggy Don't Care. Yeah. Showcase uh, alum, Doggy Showcase Don't Care. Showcase alum. We're definitely going to be playing that. Yeah. And we got some uh, replies from some indie devs on uh, Twitter for some really cool, interesting games. Or Hell yeah. Really cool looking games that um, I would love to check out, uh, including alum as well. Spaceboat got a new demo. Ooh, sweet. We'll check that out. So, yeah, that's that. Thank you so much for listening. You could catch everything on 61indie.com, everywhere to follow, all that good stuff. I've been Mike. That's been Kyle. Patrons, let's record a post show, shall we? Everyone else, get the fuck out of here. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I'm joking. Love you.